Akhmet is still Ukrainian, at least for now, but how much longer will it last? And has a major Russian ally been poisoned, or is he just a man with a drinking problem? I'm Paul, U.S. Army combat veteran. It's March 5th, 2023. This is your daily Ukraine update. Let's get into it. Okay, first let's take a look at the control map. Biggest changes are that there aren't really any changes. You can see here there's some some minor, minor, a few dozen feet of progress into Bachmut by Wagner. Uh, but crucially, the two main roads, particularly um, H-53, remains open running from Bachmut to Chasov Yar. Now, in all likelihood, Again, this level of pressure here is going to, to the prudent thing to do is going to be to withdraw from Bachmann. Uh, what's interesting is that Institute for the Study of War, one of those hair splitting things, technically they point out that an encirclement, which Russia claims to have made, is uh, when you prevent the enemy from conducting a withdrawal. If the enemy can withdraw, they avoid encirclement and so what this is 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 a turning movement okay guys uh again this is this that's the sort of uh military doctrinal details that i try to not include in here because it doesn't matter right in layman's terms i i hope you guys as the audience it's been clear what russia's intent is and i've communicated that to instead of fighting the city frontally encircle it cut off the two escape routes and either encircle forces if Ukraine doesn't withdraw, but given the, the plotting pace of Russian advances, they probably aspire to take Bakhmut by pressuring these two lifelines. Um, you know, this is a, not exactly an original move. Uh, we saw it in Lesachansk, uh, but as we also saw in Lesachansk, while Ukrainian forces lost considerable uh, combat power when they were forced to withdraw, uh, that combat power almost immediately uh, within weeks was manifesting in Kharkiv for the Kharkiv offensive. And in terms of loss, right, you lost this chunk of Lesachansk, but you gained this tremendous uh, swath of previously occupied territory. So, again, Ukrainian armed forces, their responsibility is to the war effort, not to Bakhmut, not to uh, anything else. So, again, we I'm expecting within... 72 hours or so to see the withdrawal from Bakhmut completed. Um, you know, Institute for the Study of War is also arguing that Ukrainian forces may simply withdraw from more contested, difficult to defend parts of the city. Um, for example, east of the Bakhmutka. Uh, that's also highly possible. But again, I, I feel like Russia's uh, efforts to pressure along this open field. This is hard terrain to hold. It's very open, and they're just going to be better. And there's nothing of value once you've yielded Bakhmut. Uh, these are small suburbs, light urban areas. Uh, their best bet is to simply try to build a defensive ring, including this, Ivansky, uh, and Chasivyar into a single defensive line. But that's that's what I would do. What's more interesting to me is when we look at the combat map, you can see that the entire northern efforts, uh, everything north of really Crimea, uh, Russia seems to have abandoned. We've seen very little offensive effort there, and we've seen almost no offensive effort in Volodar. And this may be 
because according to some reports, uh, the commander of Volodar is in hot water. Uh, the Eastern Military District commander uh, was called in front of Sergei Shoigu, um, and they are going to assess the possibility of further offensives in that direction. Uh, that's probably because the Russian forces have suffered an almost comical level of losses during this three-week offensive near Volodar, um, and severe personnel and equipment constraints are likely preventing Russian forces from making even marginal advances. Um, if you're a member of the Patreon, you know a couple of weeks ago, we took a look at a classic what's become a classic ambush by ukrainian forces on russian forces in volodar and it shows both the um how well prepared the ukrainian defensive positions are and how ill-trained the russians are um you saw tanks maneuvering you see volodar is both at a disadvantage and an advantage because it's heavily developed with lots and lots of open terrain around it which means if you want to advance on volodar you have to expose yourself to make matters even harder for russian forces uh there's tons and tons of anti-tank mines everywhere that ukrainians have been emplacing around volodar meaning that the enemy forces are what we call canalized they're forced into a small well canal uh and in that case it's usually these roads here there appears that there's some other roadways that they might try to use um i mean but you can see them on the maps right it's fairly predictable where Russian forces will attempt to advance on the city. And what happens is, of course, Ukrainian anti-armor teams will detect them, detect these uh, advances long before uh, they get close to Volodar. Because, again, you fly a drone here with open terrain, you can see, you probably see well into Pavlivka. So you put your anti-armor teams in place. They disable the lead vehicle and the trail vehicle and then when the panic drivers try to turn around or try to do vehicle recovery by pulling over to the shoulder the shoulder is mined and so this has just run again and again and again and again and russian forces simply have not uh re-evaluated uh, anything about this tactic uh, which is insane because it's burned off a frightening amount of uh armor uh, it really has disproportionately in, in caused losses. And their commander, Muradov, is, has had his reputation absolutely destroyed in addition to his entire naval infantry brigade. So, not a great sign. But here's the even strangest part of the news today. Ramzan Kadyrov. This is the head of uh, Chechnya, a dictator uh, with a, a pretty bad reputation uh both a dumb guy and also a bad guy um he is allegedly now i'm gonna bear in mind the reporting right now is uh kind of loose right it's 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 not the strongest uh u.s outlets but english language outlets excuse me um but kadirov is seriously ill amid fears of poisoning so much so that he has refused care by his russian doctors and is being treated either it says in the uae i think they mean by a doctor from the uae uh so the uh it's supposedly a kidney illness um his recent appearance has been bloated um and it's 
really worried a number of people. Let's see if we can find a picture. I found a picture recently. Yeah, here we go. Kadyrov poisoned. Kadyrov is failing due to poisoning. He's being treated in the UAE as he fears Russian doctors will kill him. Even when he goes to Grozny for a short visit, the doctor from Abu Dhabi comes. And here he is in February 27th. And here he is March 3rd. This this level of swelling is not from uh, hitting the snack bar, you know, uh, door dashing uh, Chinese food. This, this, this level of facial swelling this is um uh what do they call it edema is when it's fluid um but yeah this is a sign of probably uh some really here we go kidney failure facial swelling um what happens when kidneys start to fail they don't remove extra fluid which builds up in the body causing swelling in the face um so this is just kidney failure. Um, it, he's maintaining that he's been poisoned. This seems like a weird. Uh, this seems like a weird way to poison somebody. We know that Putin tends to solve his problems quickly, um, and kidney failure is it, gradual. Kidney failure is not one of them. Uh, what can cause kidney damage or kidney failure is, of course, uh, large blood loss, uh, blood pressure medications, a heart attack, heart disease infection, uh, liver failure, use of uh, certain types of drugs, including aspirin and ibuprofen, um, and of course, anaphylaxis. So this is uh, interesting because none of these things seem to be a, as well as, oh yeah, uh, uh, yeah, severe burns and dehydration. Uh, none of these are things that Kadyrov seems to have, right? He's actually a, by dictator standards, he is a, a appropriate height, weight, proportional guy. Um, no evidence that he, he's not a candidate for a heart attack. He's, he's young again in his forties, I think. Um, just all in all a, you know, probably not any of these things. Again, liver failure, He's literally too young to be dying of liver failure, even if he is a problem drinker. Um, so he may be right. He may be right. His kidneys may have been damaged uh, due to a poison or um, or some other more specific cause, like an injury. Um, you know, it talks about lupus, certain chemotherapy drugs, antibiotics. But, he, you know, it's a tough one to say. Of course, if he was to destroy his health uh, through his own efforts, um, well, this is exactly what he'd say. But this is dramatic. This is this is lifestyle kidney failure. My understanding is that it, it and I could be wrong because I'm obviously not a doctor. So it comes on slow and gradual, right? This is like your kidneys were working normally here, and in this one they're not. So. Uh, yeah, I think highly possible, actually, that he has been poisoned, um, even though it says he um, is addicted to, they say pills, they probably mean like like amphetamines or, or, or stimulant. But again, people use stimulants for a long time and do not, in the span of like a week and a half, experience this level of facial swelling and kidney failure. So... The mystery deepens, guys. Anyway, if you guys want access to the uncensored combat video breakdowns, the kind that YouTube will not let me show you, you want to become members of the Patreon. I think I actually uh, have to update this. Um, but thanks to our Colonel Tier patrons uh, and our Lieutenant Tier patrons, all you guys are the ones who make this whole thing possible. Thank you so much, and I will see you tomorrow.